afternoon, everyone. This is a new edition of the My Wim Life Show, where we use wisdom, humor, inspiration, and motivation to help you go after the life you want. Uh, today, we have the incredible Hannah McGee with us. She is an amazing entrepreneur and moving in so many different circles. I keep hearing the most incredible things about her. So I had to get her on the show so we can chat a little bit more and share her with you. So Hannah, tell everyone a little bit about who you are. Well, thank you, Wendy. First off, um, it's it's pronounced Hannah. I'm so used to for people to say Hannah a lot that I sometimes just like, yep, that's me. So, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me. It means so much that you invited me in the space and that uh, we have mutual connections that uh, have you know suggested that I'm on here. So it just it's my it's just an honor to be a part of what you're doing. It's so awesome to see. Um, how you uplift women and celebrate them and give them a platform to share their stories and, and what they're doing to make a difference in this world. So I appreciate that. Um, so happy to do it. It's just my passion project. <laughs> yeah. I love how creative the platform you make it instead of just a podcast, which is really fun to, to listen to. <clears throat> I love that you have, you know, you do it on YouTube and you're able to broadcast it in a different way and, and help people get to know the face also behind the voice too. So yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, so yeah, I'm Hannah McGee and I live here in Caldwell. Um, I uh, grew up in Nampa, so I'm very familiar with Canyon County and I love Canyon County. Actually, when I was younger, I said, probably like most kids, I will never move to live or raise a family or move back to Canyon County. Um, but, you know, sometimes your words, you kind of go in a full circle and eat your words that you say. And so um, when I got married to my husband six, 16 years ago, he is from Caldwell. And so I did move back to Canyon County um, and uh, just kind of started a world of um, being very involved in our community. Um, my husband served in the legislature at the time. And, um, you know, we dove, I dove more in to um, the community and serving, have giving opportunities to serve um, and uh, on different levels. And what I really realized is there is such a, a quality about Canyon County. Um, when I say Canyon County, for those of you who don't know, in Idaho, Canyon, Canyon County encompasses Caldwell, Nampa, um, Middleton, and some of the surrounding areas. Um, it's a very, uh, it has been a very high area in Idaho for agriculture, um, kind of that down home, I guess, uh, very small town feel. It's definitely growing right now, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but still, I believe a lot of the um, qualities that have, have been here for so long are still here, and that's why people are attracted to this area. Um, so I, being involved, I, I really came to really love this community even more. And so in um, 2018, I started um, a social media platform with my sister um, to promote Canyon County. Um, there were other platforms that were promoting like Boise and Meridian, but nothing really to like kind of brag about what the great things were happening here, how you could, you know, you could eat 
uh, shop, do all the things here, but there was, there was nothing. And so I'm like, well, I, I'll do that. I'll, I want to start something to let the world know how great Canyon County is, how they can come to this awesome place um, to, you know, to be, to participate and shop and, and support this community. Um, so I started that with my sister and, um, and so that was, that was a really great experience for me because I got to know business owners on a more personal level. Um, it was a platform to promote them and let, you know, let the, let people know what was going on, how they could support them. Um, and my whole goal was to really, um, really personalize these companies and and because i feel like when you know kind of more of the story behind the scenes of of why they started this business or who they are you almost feel like you have a, a vested interest or a vested kind of passion for you know that that's my shop that's my my store you know yeah. or that's my coffee shop or whatever and so i really wanted to be able to to um to share those those stories and um, and really share that on a platform. <clears throat> and so I, what I also realized is a lot of these small businesses, um, not only in Canyon County, but I would say over the Treasure Valley, a lot of them are owned by women. <laughs> and, um, and so what I started seeing is that these business women who own these, these um, companies, of course, you know, they were um, disconnected with the rest of the community. They're disconnected with other women. Um, you know, they were, they were doing fine and, and they were killing it as they, as much as they could. But, but I could also see like, because they weren't connected with other people or other companies that, um, you know, their potential, I could see their potential. Right. And so, wow. so what I, what I realized and what I, something that I've, I have a heart for, of course, our women to empower them and to give them the tools to help to grow their business even more. And I know that there are so many people, so many businesses that don't have the opportunity or know even know how to market because they're focused on selling their product and getting, you know, having the income come in to support their families and whatever. Yeah. And so, um, so I wanted to create another space for women to be able to truly connect, not necessarily a network, I, I had been a part of a lot of different net, traditional networking groups. And, and what I realized too, is I always left unhappy or, or just like, why am I wasting my time at these places? I feel like I have to refer this one insurance person because they're a part of my networking group, but I don't even know that person. So why would I refer that person when I don't know them or, you know, whoever it was. And so I wanted to provide that space where you connect first and get to know those people before referrals or, you know, finance or financial or growth support ever happens. And I felt like too, we were, um, we are kind of superficially connected through social media. Social media is a huge tool, which I love, you know, to connect people. But I think too many people will just hide behind that and um, you know, and not reach out and not find support or not not have any true connections anymore. And so it was kind of like this lost art as well. So um, with the help of one of my friends, we I started um, to see women connect. And so it was a platform um, and a monthly mixer for women of all walks of life. I didn't want to. I I also didn't want to limit it to just entrepreneurs or business owners. I wanted to open it to stay-at-home moms and corporate women women because stay-at-home moms want to connect and they want to know who they should go get their nails done from or, sure. you know, who they should shop with. And so 
I really wanted it to be a more inclusive um, platform for these women. Um, so I, you know, I started and it was a, I, it was a hit. Uh, women are hungry for that, and they want a safe space where they're not going to be judged. And then um, through that, I also realized too that women had a really hard time connecting within their same industry. And so, you know, if it was a bunch of hairdressers or um, stylists that did lashes or, you know, makeup or whatever, they had a really hard time reaching out to that fellow stylist down the street or in a different town um, because somehow we as women, we've created these walls. I think it's a false fear or lies that if I open myself up to you and tell me you that the things that I'm struggling with and that I need help with, you will come along and try to take over my business or try to take my clients. Um, competition type. Yeah, and competition, very, and you know, it's obviously a vulnerability to open up and say, hey, I need help. You've done it well, you know, and so I started seeing that this was something that really needed to, to be addressed. And so I started addressing it at our mixers and, and I started talking about how important it is to you know, be a little vulnerable and share your struggles with your business with another fellow person who uh, works in the same industry. And then I would challenge them by putting them all, like I'd separate them all into their own industries because we would tend to have a lot of stylists and a lot of realtors, um, a lot of photographers. And so I would, I moved them all into this one group. And I'm like, the photographer's over here, the stylist over here, the retail people over here yeah. and, and really gave them some prompting questions to really um, cause that vulnerability, which obviously helps you connect and really realize that whether you may be struggling with something that someone else is very strong with, they may be struggling with something that you can offer as your strength. And so I think women's quickly saw that each other, they weren't a threat to each other. Right. Yeah. And the more that they support each other and found ways to, to fill in those gaps with each other, the more each of them grew in their business because they didn't, it's like that limiting belief when you have, you know, you hold back so much, you really don't grow. But when you can release that in, in more of an abundance mindset to support that other woman, right. Who serves the same kind of people um, that need their hair done or whatever, um, that they really truly do grow. So that is my, I, that is those are the kind of the two things my community and supporting businesses as a whole and women um and learn teaching them how to connect and how to support one another um it has been really kind of my passion for the last handful of years and really developing that and strengthening that and finding more ways to help women be empowered to grow to really own their business um you know kind of being the ceo of your business really instead of just passively trying to figure it out is there are, there is, there are many women out there that can support you and help you grow as well. So those are kind of the two things that I've been really focusing on recently to really continue to grow. So, yeah, I, I absolutely love that. I love that, you know, that, that piece where we take what has been known as a competitive type uh, mm -hmm. endeavor and really finding the common ground there so that we can learn from each other and grow mm -hmm. from each other uh, and use each other to lean on because this being a woman entrepreneur in particular is really, really hard. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it just, we seem to 
have a lot of obstacles uh, that we've got to overcome. Uh, mm -hmm. And a lot of that, in all honesty, is just that pride yes. uh, that we <laughs> should be Instagram ready, that we should yeah. have it all together already. And it's so amazing when you see those walls start coming down and realize that none of us have it together all the way in the background. Not right. a single one of us. <laughs> It's so true. It's so true. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think the biggest example of what I, and I, you know, when I go back and say that the, the lies that we tell each other, tell ourselves about each other, especially in the same industry, I mean, I, what the really, what it spurred from is my, the example that it, I had that, you know, I remember when I started iHeart2C with my sister and people are like, oh, this is so great. Have you reached out to Natalie at Hello Meridian or Diana at Boise Bucket List? <clears throat> and at that time, of course, my pride. I'm like, hell no. Am I going to reach out to those women who have thousands and thousands of followers? They had already, you know, they do some Canyon County promotions here and there. And so I'm like, if they know that I don't know anything and then I'm just trying to wing it and figure it out to try to promote my community, they're just going to like sweep in and take over because they know how to do it. Right. Those were my fears that I told myself. Right. And people were like, no, that's, you know, they're great girls, you know, no big deal. And I was for three, three months, I think three or four months, I would not reach out to them at all. And I know I, and I knew I should, but I was just too afraid and I let my fear get the best of me. And then um, actually Diana from Boise Bucket List was the one that helped me get my, my women mixers started because she had started um, competition over or uh, collaboration over competition. Yes. And so I said, Hey, I really want to do that. Something similar here. And so she met with me and we talked and, and of course she was the most empowering woman. Like, yes, this is your community. I don't want to take over. And I told her how I felt. I was like nervous. And she's like, you have a passion for this community. You love this community. Why would I try to take over that? I have my own, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to manage Boise. And so just to have that reassurance that, you know, she wasn't, had no intention, it was a lie that I told myself, right? And so totally. it opened the door for me to meet Natalie. And and those women, among many others, have been so empowering and in no way have ever wanted to try to take my business away from me or take my clients. I mean, it's just, it, and so that's when I realized this is a lie that I am telling myself and I know so many other women are doing the same because I've heard them say that and uh, yeah it was very humbling <laughs> for sure to um, to kind of have that reality like slapped in my face like no this is just a lie you've told yourself and right. get over it because it's your pride and your ego so yeah and yeah. it's a, the, exactly the opposite of what you're trying to teach you know so you're like yeah. oh okay I got this <laughs> yeah. and I still you know I do I will find myself in a weakness, like, you know, comparing myself or like, gosh, I don't, I, you know, intimidate or whatever. But I, those, it's funny how, when I, when that has happened, how, um, those very women that maybe I'm like, oh gosh, you know, some, somehow some type of, uh, competition has risen up in me. Somehow there's like, Hey, I want to meet with you. I'd love to see what you're doing. And and it totally breaks down that false lie again. Like they're just normal women. Like you said, we don't all have it figured out. Sometimes we may look like it um, with a pretty picture or some words, but yeah, we don't have it all together. 
Exactly. I know. All of us are, are really so, so, so similar when we get down to it. And if we'll just let those walls, those protective walls come down just a little bit, um, it's, it's super fun to see that we really all have similar struggles and and some of them are some of us are farther along than others i'm yep. way behind other people you know and i i've definitely learned that the hard way just like you mm -hmm. um you know and finally going hey this is the next step that i would like to take i know you've already taken that step would you have a conversation with me mm -hmm. and it really usually all starts with a conversation and then everything changes everything changes it sure does yeah it's and it's very freeing and very empowering too because then you don't realize that or then you then you realize that you don't have um that wall holding you back or you realize that these things that i've told myself are not even true so i have more freedom to grow or more freedom to reach out to those women and uh, once you realize that that's that's actually that lie is just truly a lie and and you break it down so absolutely so obviously there's all of the passion and the energy and the fun going into this but when it gets down to it there are day-to-day -day things that have to be done and most of them <laughs> are usually not a whole lot of the fun part like mm -hmm. the mixers are so how what habits have you put into play mm -hmm. what 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 tools do you use to stay focused and moving forward? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I would say before uh, um, mid 2020 last year, I was kind of flying by the seat of my pants in a way. Like I've always been one, I'm an Enneagram three, I'm an achiever. I don't necessarily need a plan to like, if I see something that I want to do, I will do it and then figure it out once I've jumped. Right. Right. And what I've realized as I've, grown these things there's only so much of that you can do you know you do eventually have to have a plan you eventually have to have a strategy and so i came to that point where i'm like i i um organized with my time uh, has never been a very good one for me and so i actually this last fall hired a um, time management coach to Really, because um, I, I remember all, all my life, there's been many times where people are like, just, you know, just make a plan, you know, just make a plan or schedule it out. Or, and I, I would, I would sit down and I'm like, but I, I'm trying to like, it's somehow I, it was hard, so hard to click, click that together. Yeah. And so, and it was partly maybe because I was just never had the tools to know what that looks like. Because I know when I have get, got given, been given guidelines or an outline of something, of just an example, then I, I realize I can plug my, my plan into it, right? So, so she taught me how to batch schedule my, my week. And that was worth every single penny that I paid. Is just, she gave me some other tool, taught me some other tools. But that one thing was so big for me. And really being able to because I had, you know, so, so much in my mind and so much I was doing and to be able to batch it into days, like similar things into days and to be and have that pr predictability to know that, okay, I don't have to do everything every day. And if, you know, there's something that comes up on a Thursday, I know which day that can be taken care of, right? And so now really over, I feel like the last six months, my mind has been able to clear so much of just clutter and like, chaos 
and have a lot of more clarity to like you just asked to how I juggle it all and yeah. how I'm able to now end my days before I have to go pick up my kids so that I can truly, you know, I've always wanted to be, have that, um, job, or, you know, stay at home. Cause I work from home where I'm done when my kids home and shut it out off. And I've never been able to really do that. And now that I have a structure in place, I've, it's life changing for me. <laughs> it really has. That one tool has been able to just give me the, the ability to manage my time and the workload that I do have. And, and get it all done so yeah yeah I I remember those those times right before I found batch scheduling because I do the same thing and it's mm -hmm. oh I love it yeah. um, but uh, um, I remember being like I you know well I I'm sure I can go like I'll go to the grocery store on this day and I will I will make sure and I'm only doing you know real estate on this day and yeah. and I would kind of figure out along the way and then I would look back at the day and I'd be like but I don't I have no idea what I did today like yeah. it just you know you just can't you can't figure it out you can't look at those pieces after the fact and mm -hmm. and figure out how it worked but if you have a plan going forward now I'm like I got this done and this done and this done and this done because I had a plan moving forward yeah. it just is so powerful it is it is really powerful and I'm so so happy that that I can now truly you know the things that I like I said that I want to do I'm able to do now like the intention with my time with my kids and stuff it's like Ah, I can breathe and I can give that time because I know tomorrow I'll get those things done, you know, that, you know, so yeah, it's been great. Yeah. Yeah. You talked about, about, you know, getting the chaos out of your mind. And I think that's really powerful for a whole lot of people because I think we as women, because we do tend to multitask, we tend to try to hold all of the information in and all of the, that list of to do's that we're responsible for. Mm -hmm. Um, and it seems overwhelming and almost impossible in some cases, like how can I possibly get all of this stuff done? Where yeah. if, if we would just take a couple of minutes and go, okay, it'll take me 30 minutes to go to the store and it takes me 30 minutes to go pick up my kids and it takes me an hour to get ready in the morning. If we literally will just break down a few of those things, all of a sudden seeing it in black and white or yeah. color coded as I prefer, um, <laughs> it, it just seems possible. Yeah. Um, you know, that which was impossible just a few minutes before. Right. No, it is, it is powerful. It, and I, you know, I've, I've heard it for so long, but then being able to see it on paper and how she lined it out for me. And it was just uh, so, so trans transformational in my life for sure. So that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So in all of the things uh, that you do on a regular basis, what are some of the non-negotiables that keep you held on a solid foundation? Hmm. Um, so my non-negotiables, I are in getting up earlier in the morning. I get up at five in the morning. Um, I am well, I've been starting to say I'm a morning person, but I've never naturally been a morning person, like getting up, like, boom, out of bed. Like, it's yeah. still, even though I do it all the time, it's still like, I'd rather sleep in, you know, I'd rather yeah. sleep. Um, but I just realized um, how, how valuable that is mentally, spiritually for me to have that time before my family gets up. And um, 
and, you know, read my Bible and pray and journal just the things that I'm going through. And then, um, and then I've been, um, intentionally moving my body in the morning too, because I am quite busy during the day. I don't always get, you know, to, to the gym or whatever. And so, which has been a, a mind shift for me too, because, um, just instead of saying I have to work out or I have to build muscle or whatever those things are, I've just realized I need to move my body every day. Cause I know now that, um, that I feel so much better when I move my body and I feel so much clearer and, um, have more energy and all that. So those have become non-negotiables. I'm still in the, uh, moving my body, negotiating sometimes <laughs> I'm telling myself like it is becoming a non-negotiable because I tell myself even though I don't want to get up and do that I always I never regret it right so those for the morning that's part of my non-negotiable um and then uh and then really when I did the time blocking the non-negotiable is uh you know, after three, when I pick my kids up that I'm not on my laptop, I'm not, you know, between them picking them up and dinner, those are times focused on them, their homework or whatever. Sometimes I'll go back to my computer if I need to at the end, but I don't with my batch schedule, I don't feel like I need to. Right. And so, um, so those actually, those kind of non-negotiables have definitely been ones that I've been implementing this year for sure. Um, and so those are the ones that I've, I've not been budging on for sure. I know I would love to spend more time like a date night with my husband, but that is a negotiable right now because he's a coach for my kids. And so that's always hard, but, right. but we do spend some good time together. But those are, I would say those are my few ones right now. So, yeah. Yeah. I want to go back to something that you said, because I think it's really, really important for a lot of women to hear. And that's talking about, um, you know, moving your body every day and how it it's on your non-negotiable list, but you are arguing with that sometimes, mm -hmm. oh, um, yeah. you know, for all of those women out there that are like, you know, I absolutely do not want to exercise or I just don't like it's not enjoyable for me. Um, and, you know, I, I, I encourage all women out there to really just even if you are just walking around the block or walking for 15 minutes on the treadmill or, you know, anything that you can do to move your body in the morning. Um, because one of the, the most powerful things that I said, I think you said was, I never regret it. Uh, and that is such a, an amazing feeling because I know exactly what that, what that feels like. I, I am, working out is not always easy for anyone, um, yeah. you know, moving your body of any kind, but I have never once gone to the gym or, you know, walked on the treadmill where I, w where I then said, well, that was a big waste of time. Yeah. Yes. Like I've never, I've never felt that way. And if you can get addicted to that feeling of no regret, that yeah. is what solidifies your non-negotiables. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's, and you kind of reminded me of that too, but I think, you know, when we hear non-negotiables, right, we think they're concrete in stone and we want them to be, but in reality, we are fighting for those non-negotiables, right? That, that, and I, I think the more we can be dedicated to them, whether we don't feel like it or not, 
Yeah. Um, but you know, just knowing that, like you said, we, it, I, we never regret those non-negotiables, like yeah. all of those things that I have made a point and tried to, you know, be disciplined about doing, I've never regretted shutting my laptop off and spending that time. Right. Or right. never regretted take getting up at five to spend the time in my faith and, and, you know, strengthening that part of it too. So any of those non-negotiables I think we make in our lives, you know, like you said, I don't think we ever regret when we pursue through that feeling of, I don't want to do this again. Uh, it's definitely worth it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah. if you were going to give one piece of advice to someone that's just starting out on a new journey, whether that is, you know, single mom life or entrepreneur life or whatever that might be, what would that advice be? Man, I think, you know, I can relate in some like, you know, entrepreneur life, you know, but I think, yeah, in anything, you have to give yourself grace. And, you know, me, like I said, I'm, I'm a number three. And then so if you know the Enneagram at all, like I'm an achiever and I want to show people I'm, I, I'm doing well. Like it, there's this whole thing about just performing and making yeah. people think I, I have it all together and everything and all the time. And I've really had to learn that like, that's not the case, nor do people really care if you have it all together. They want to know they want to know your real person, that you struggle with things, um, you know. And so I think really when you're starting a new journey is giving yourself grace to to fall down and fail, but to get up again and give it a shot and have that just like, okay, this is a learning journey. This isn't the end if I fail. This right. isn't um, the end of the road. There's always an opportunity to figure out something different. Um, you know, and if something doesn't work, that's okay. It doesn't mean anything about you. It just means that you are in a process of learning all the time. And that um, if we can experience our life that way in our business, even if, when we go through shitty times, because, you know, I've definitely been there and they're really hard to get through sometimes. But when you do come on the other side and you think about the opportunities for growth and the opportunities for new relationships and the opportunities to impact other people because of what you've gone through. Um, that always has helped me kept going and I think can keep other people going too, especially when they're right in the middle of that difficult yeah. thing too. So, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what is the best way to find you and your 2C Women Connect? Yeah. So um, I did change my mixer names, the group, because um, 2C obviously once again stood for Canyon County so I hosted all my events here in uh, Canyon County but I would say about 60 to 70 percent of the women that attend my events are from Meridian and Boise and so <laughs> to be fair to them and give them a little break to drive um, I'm gonna all I'm continuing to spread out throughout the Treasure Valley this year with our mixers um, so I change it to Empowered Women Connect um, so you can find me there on Instagram I'm there all the time that's my favorite platform um, is empowered. Uh, well, I think it's empowered.women.connect on Instagram. Um, and we will be, um, I'm not sure when this is going to be coming out, but we do have a mixer coming up um, March 30th at um, Coffee and Supply and Eagle, which we're really excited about. Um, 
So I will, when I have that link, I'll send it to you so you can send it out if people are interested. But um, we're always talking about those and posting on that so you can always see what's coming up. Or we also have a membership um, for female entrepreneurs that really want to grow their business and know they need more tools in their toolkit to um, help their business to go to the next level. So we have a membership as well that we talk about. Um, so that would be the best place to find me. Perfect. That yeah. sounds fantastic. And my last question uh, that I always love to ask is how do you give back? How do I give back? <clears throat> well, actually, I my mixers that I host, I believe, are, is where I give back. Um, I have, I'm very intentional with everything that I do with my mixers, the location that I host them at, um, is always to give that business more exposure to a new group of women, mostly, usually. Um, and then the women that I collaborate for their drinks and their food are always intentional to give them exposure. And then just really what I give back for the women to create that platform for them to connect because, you know, there's not many opportunities to do that here, especially because of COVID. Um, and I'm grateful that we're able to find ways to still do that around you know, all the different restrictions that we've been able to, or that have been in place. Um, so I, I feel like that's part of, yeah, how I give back, especially to women. So yeah, I absolutely agree. It's so it's so interesting, because something that I obviously attribute to a give back opportunity, some women completely miss it, like they don't <laughs> see how they are giving back it they're just blinded to it uh, yeah. and then they feel like they have to do something different so i honestly applaud you for mm. being you know being willing to give yourself a pat on the back and say this is what i'm doing mm. to give back to my community and this is how so i appreciate that okay. so much thank you thanks i appreciate ah. that yeah. Yeah. I have absolutely loved chatting with you. Uh, and I can't wait to dig into more Empower Women Connect so yeah. that we can share that with as many women in the Treasure Valley as possible. That's right. Yeah. Me too. I can't wait to have you. Hopefully, you can come to the next one for sure. Absolutely. All right. Thank you Thank so you. much for having me. It was an honor to be able to share on this platform with so many other awesome women that you've interviewed. So, thank you so much. You are most welcome. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much for tuning in to the My Wim Life Show today. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a moment of the goodness.